Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground. It's Star Style, be the star you are, brought to the airwaves under the species of Be the Star You Are charity. We are your hosts, and I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And you're listening to us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where we strive to seed, stimulate, and support space for meaningful conversations. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, once again uh, awarded a top nonprofit for 2014, empowering women, family, and youth for increased literacy, improved positive media, and tools for living since 1999. You can make a donation today at bethestarur.org. And this miracle moment is from Will Rogers. Even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, isn't that true, Heather? you got to get I up and it. get going and get moving. Well, uh, in our topics today, we're going to be talking about kombucha, something I don't know if you've heard about, a revitalizing drink that is over 2,000 years old. And we're going to also talk about how to bounce back from tragic and traumatic events and find out the wellness benefits of daily meditation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Well, until Heather talked to me about it, I had never heard of kombucha. It is the beverage of the ancient Chinese called the Immortal Health Elixir, and it has been around for more than 2,000 years, and it has a very rich anecdotal history of health benefits like preventing and fighting cancer, arthritis, and other degenerative uh, diseases. It's made a, it's like a sweetened tea that's been fermented by a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. And it um, has gained a lot of prominence here in the West. So, Heather, you seem to absolutely swear by this drink. And uh, I'd love you to tell us more about it. 
Yeah, so chances are you've probably seen this at your local grocery store, and there's various uh, companies that make it. And it used to be something that was really only in health food stores and something that, as you said, it's been around for over 2,000 years, but... In the last uh, 30 years, in the 60s and 70s, um, it started getting a little bit more popular, but it was still um, just mainly more at a, um, you know, health foods, whole foods, these more organic-based places. Um, but then over the last two years, it's just had a huge explosion, and now you can basically get it in any grocery store um, that may be around you. And a lot of people in here are thinking, what exactly is uh, kombucha? You know, if you, as you kind of talked on it here, is, um, it's, uh, so basically what it is is that it, it's a fermented tea, either with green or black, and they use a slight bit amount of sugar. I know some people are sugar sensitive. Um, that's not, you know, one of the main things. And what it has in it is um, the live bacteria, a SCOBY, um, as they're known. And what SCOBY stands for is, is a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. Excuse me. Um, and with that, when um, because it is a fermented process, when it sits, um, it begins to become naturally um, naturally carbonated. It has a fizziness to it. Some people cannot stand the taste. It's not for everyone. I personally love it. Um, there is a company called GT that makes various different flavors, and it's all natural. When everything has, there's no um, preservatives, no added flavors. It's you know 100. Um, Compressed ginger or pressed blueberries or whatever it may be. Um, but for the most part, it will always have a vinegary, uh, almost an apple cider taste. And some people cannot stand that. It's rather tart. I love that. I love vinegary taste. I love sour beers. Um, that's the style of beer, not the beer's gone bad. Um, and I also, it might be you know, one part placebo, but I feel really healthy. Um, when I drink it, and you know, there's been, um, you know, there's many, uh, you know, talking about, sorry, excuse me, they were saying, you know, back in, the, in um, when it first came out for the Chinese, that they were saying it's this magical elixir. Well, some of the things about it are a bit more promising. Basically, what they just say is because there is this natural, um, this bacteria in it, it's the good bacteria. It's bacteria that can go into your digestive system, and it helps eat, eat away foods and um, particles that your that your body can't digest on its own. So with that, it's a probiotic, basically. It's like those yogurts. It's the new Greek yogurt. It has so much, you know, it helps out your digestive system. And with the acidity and with the natural things in it, it has uh, tons of antioxidants. I've been drinking three of these a day for the last month, and I feel... Fantastic, and it just kind of wasn't really. I'm not doing some kind of cleanse. I just I wanted to cut out uh, cheese and ice cream out of my diet because I was eating just so much of it, and I thought you know, I I always feel really healthy when I drink these kombuchas. So they're getting three a day, and I will say one thing that they are slightly expensive. Um, they range about anywhere from three to five dollars uh, a bottle. So imagine that you know that's fifteen dollars a day that I'm drinking these, but I feel um, you know feeling really fantastic. And with the acidity of it, uh, like with many things, you know, the first time uh, you might start um, a new medicine or a new skincare regimen, sometimes at first you might have rash or you might not be completely on it. When I first started drinking, I felt like my skin was breaking out. And because, you know, your, your body naturally has um, a natural acidic balance. And sometimes, you know, that can happen with it if it gets, you know, your pH balance is thrown off. 
Now, a month into it, after that swim, I feel like my skin has never been more clear, and I feel I have so much energy in the day, and it's not that nervous energy, uh, not something from coffee, and it actually, I've, I've been really good with my no ice cream, no cheese. I just recently started introducing ice cream back in it, and after about two bites, I felt satisfied, and I didn't want any more. So my taste buds had actually changed, but, but and you really think this is due to the kombucha? I mean, that's what you. I mean, it, it just you know, it's I, really well, different. Well, the, so one thing you know, kind of getting. So me, my takeaway thing is, I think it's a positive. I think you know the the healthy, the health, the antioxidants, the probiotics. Um, you know, the main things that this is is it's good for your digestive. That there are many of these other claims that people make about. Um, you know, good for your immunity, or, you know, or they, there's been these clans that almost like those, you know, snake blood elixir things saying like, oh, you know, it cures cancer and AIDS. I can believe that, but I feel like it makes me happy. However, um, they could be, it could just be because I cut out the dairy issues, but, but when I drink these, I feel I have sustained energy. I feel full. I feel really good throughout the day, and I've, and I've noticed that. Um, and kind of getting you know, onto the, the devil's advocate about it, one thing is there has been um, to date because it's not a uh, it's not being considered a drug or a vitamin. Um, to date, there hasn't been a single human trial um, reported in um, the, any major medical journal. Meaning they haven't done a controlled study. Uh, right, I read that. To... So everything is it's sort of experimental, I guess. At yeah, the moment, well, the main thing well. Well, what this means exactly is it doesn't mean um, that GGT doesn't have the health benefits. It just means that at this, at this time there's no direct evidence that provides it. There's no, you know, medical report, which um, without that, you know, as we also know, when there isn't an FDA approval. So, you know, I basically if you read the blogs, if you read other people have just said, well, you know, wow, I've been drinking this. This is how I feel. If there's people on their own thing saying, I I started drinking this, and I feel really good. And I have other friends that just drink one every now and then. Um, our local grocery store was recently having it on sale for, for uh, two fifty uh, a bottle, and so I felt like everyone stocked up on them. And was at work, people, oh, did, did you go get them because they were on sale? Uh, feels really good about it. Um, however, with all things, uh, there has been, you know, cases reported, um, you know, of, you know, possible, uh, you know, people, because there is a live bacteria on it. And for a while, I thought I wanted to make, um, to brew it myself, because I read on the, all these blogs and they sell these home kits. Uh, but I'm sort of thinking maybe not so much, because I really would need a sterile environment. And, and the crazy thing, to make it on your own, you can make a gallon of it for 50 cents versus, you know, 2 to $5 for 16 ounces. Uh, but because you're working with a live bacteria, if you don't have a sterile environment, bad bacteria could get into the batch and thus could make you sick. Also, you know, if you're not a chemist, you could, uh, you know, not be doing it properly and have over um, acidic levels. And, you know, that's actually one thing um, that can happen, but that people, you know, have uh, metabolic uh, acidosis, and that means that they have an abnormal increase of acidic levels in their bodily fluid, which we know um, when your pH balance, with your electrolytes, how everything is connected, how that can affect your body and your fluids. And some people can have an allergic reaction to it. Some people, you know, if, if, again, if they're using, uh, if bad bacteria gets in and basically 
causes a mold or a bacteria, that can be very sickening to people. Um, so uh, basically, you know, there, there has been things of um, negative stuff out there, but it can't be truly traced back to the kombucha. Um, just that, you know, people who have said, wow, I was suffering from cancer and um, this, you know, alleviated it or this cured this or this made me feel better. It's just based on, you know, that it could possibly have a link to it, but there isn't concrete evidence. So I say I'm going to just take it like a grain of salt, but it is something that's been around for thousands of years, as we discussed, and, and um, it's just sort of getting that, you know, sort of that... Uh, you know, the Chinese medicine, um, Eastern medicine, that kind of things. But now I feel like many um, homeopathic, more organic ways are becoming more part of American culture, especially here in California. I feel that we are, uh, the, the inner hippie is always uh, there, especially here in L.A., right by the beach. The people want, um, you know, people want healthier products. They want things that are all natural. They want to know what's getting in their body. And they feel really good about it. And also there's that market here in California to have it at that price. This might not appeal to someone, um, maybe somewhere else where that thinks that's really expensive. Uh, but I personally, I think, you know, health first, that's the, the one thing um, we do have is our bodies. And so we need to take care of it. And for me personally, the own that I've done, the campaign, I feel really good but I have so much energy. I haven't gotten sick. My skin has cleared up. Um, my stomach, I've had stomach issues for years. And it doesn't mean my stomach issues are cured, but I haven't had any stomach issues this past month. And my stomach's been really good. I haven't, um, I was prescribed a, a medicine because my stomach naturally, interestingly enough, makes too much acid. As my doctor told me, and now I'm drinking a very acidic drink. And I, I feel my stomach feels really good. My digestion. So, um, this is just my own personal thing. I'd be interested to hear if other people have tried it, what their opinions are. Um, I and and also to Heather, how many are you drinking? How many are you drinking a day now? Or, I mean, do you? I drink is three it? of them a day, sort of like I have a one at breakfast or one. Usually, I'm just not a breakfast person. So I'll have one for breakfast. Then I'll have one after. I I usually teach. Uh, two classes coaching in the day, um, a bar or attending it, and then I'll have one afterward. And it's, 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 some people, you know, they, they want to, after workout, uh, a drink that, you know, is going to help them. Uh, I drink that, and I feel like instantly I have so much energy. I don't feel weighed down. It, feel, it just feels like a really natural, healthy elixir juice. And I think, I've, there's but as you said, it can get, I mean, unless you are making it yourself or unless you are finding it on some big sale, it can get fairly expensive. Yeah, it can get, see me, I, 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 I kind of shop or know, you know, where and what to get it. So I'm usually paying about 280 to $3 a bottle. So that can add up, but I also think, too, I kind of, try to break down is I really I don't know if this is just but if I've been kind of consciously buying more healthier products and and not uh, again not eating the cheese and ice cream however financially you would think you know with these juices I don't know I just I feel really good and, and instantly my my wallet hasn't seen a, a difference it hasn't seen something that oh my gosh I'm spending so much again they can be really expensive um, I'm people to drink three of them a day, and some, you know, it's various. Some people say, you know, you can drink it all day long. 
Uh, other, other doctors have said, you know, limit one to a day or limit only four ounces. Um, because there isn't that concrete evidence, I'm going with, for me, I feel really good. I, I feel so healthy, have that energy that's not a nervous energy. Uh, that I actually haven't had, I've made, there's been many times I've made coffee, and then after I drink a kombucha and I was drinking water, and then I don't really need the coffee. I don't want the coffee anymore. It, and it kind of changes my taste buds. Things, I must say things, vegetable, other things taste uh, better now. And well, I did some research, uh, you know, some research on it. And again, I've tried it, and I think it's good. I'm not a fanatic on it or anything. Mm-hmm. But what I was reading is that there was extensive scientific research done on the health benefits of kombucha in Russia and Germany in the first half of the 20th century, and that was because they were trying to find a cure for rising cancer rates. And what the Russian scientists discovered was that entire regions of their country were um, where people were drinking this, they called it tea kvass, or you know, the kombucha, mm-hmm. that the people seemed to be immune to cancer, and they were hypothesizing that it was kombucha that was doing it. So they began experiments um, which verified this, and they began to pinpoint yeah. exactly what it is that was so beneficial. And then German scientists picked up on the research and continued it in their own time and then of course the cold war started and research and development started being diverted into other fields but in the 1990s when kombucha came to the u.s there were some studies on the effects and uh there were quite a few again as you said they're you know not it it hasn't been in all the different journals but they are we're saying that uh in because of the rise in commercial popularity uh both here in America as well as in Europe and in Russia, that is now being um, sponsored and uh, promoted, you know, by different manufacturers. But this is what they say, that, you know, there's a lot of B vitamins, antioxidants, and glucaric acids in it. So they say that the number one benefit is detoxification, and, and you were talking about that because it has uh, en- enzymes and bacterial acids that your body produces yeah. and that detoxes the system. And the second one, and I thought this would be interesting for me since I've got carpal tunnel and, you know, get some issues with that. So kombucha evidently contains glucosamines, which are a strong preventative treatment for all kinds of joint uh, illnesses, including arthritis. And no, so I was going to say something about that too of inflammation, of the reduce of inflammation. That naturally, I am really sensitive to sodium and salt things. So I get, you know, I, I puff up. Um, and so that's something I felt unpuffy, but sometimes I get sort of joint pains. Things kind of hurt with me, and that's, you know, due to various things, and that's due to inflammation. And again, this can be, but this past month, I felt really good. I felt lessened of aches and pains of things, I, I feel really good in that. that I, that's, or as you said, that detoxification, that stuff, sort of the yeah. bad stuff is getting out of my body. Well, supposedly, uh, getting back to the joint care and the inflammation, it helps increase the synovial um, hyaluronic acid production, which then, you know, kind of it makes the joints feel better. And then mm-hmm. what you were saying about aiding in digestion and your gut health, 
it's that the fermentation with that living colony of bacteria in use, you know, which makes it a, a probiotic beverage, that it does improve digestion and it fights the harmful yeast of that candida overgrowth and uh, supposedly really helps with mental clarity and mood stability. So it's noted for reducing and elim- uh, eliminating yeah, symptoms again, of depression, anxiety, and fibromyalgia. And that fibromyalgia, that was really interesting to me because yeah, I had volunteers that suffered. Well, I, and you know, I have to say of just the clarity of overall de-stress, de- of I just, I feel, I've just felt really good this mm-hmm. month. And as you said that, you know, right now, the big craze, too, you know, it's very socially accepted of how uh, about with yogurts, about the probiotic, how um, right. the live cultures, these probiotics that people have been, you know, the activia, all that kind of stuff that people have been eating because it's good for their digestion. That's exactly what's in this. It is, a, it is a pro-bacteria. Probiotic is what it breaks down to. And we have bacteria in our body. And as I, I said before, is that with these probiotics, they actually get into um, our digestion and they help break down um, particles that, you know, we naturally can't digest. And that's, you know, that's what helps it keep it, you know, quote, unquote, regular and also kind of just soothing, too. And um, the, one of the main things, my, I, I figured out my favorite flavor of all of them is the ginger because um, I just love ginger in general, which we know is a natural um, good thing for inflammation and for digestion. Yeah, and, uh, and that does sound like it would be really a good one for you because, Ginger also helps in digestion and would mm-hmm. help your would help your uh, stomach and any of those kinds of issues because that's what ginger does naturally. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and also the whole um, the antioxidant rich, you know, that it really is boosting your immune system, and uh, and and it is said to really increase your energy level. So I the way I look at it is regardless of the lack of scientific evidence, you know, in all the medical magazines, etc. The fact does remain that this beverage has been around for 2,000 plus years, so it has all that tradition behind it, and it obviously has a very big following, and as long as you feel really good by taking it, there seems like, um, it doesn't seem like, I've, I at least I, I couldn't find in any research any negativity to it, so I would assume that if it, if it doesn't do, if you try it and you don't like it, don't don't drink it, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, and, my, ex- exact, my final thing is, again, yes, yeah, that kombucha is not a cure-all or magical drink or, or that, you know, some people may say it is. Basically, my view is that it helps with digestion, it helps with mood, it helps increase energy in a natural way. Um, it's basically just another natural fermented product uh, to add to the list of things. I mean, red wine, it's just another natural from Exactly. Um, again, there's an, another thing in moderation with we say um, that, you know, consumed healthily is, is good for us. So I'm going to continue to drink them. I, I think they're fantastic. I, I, uh, I want to look more into the home brewing. They, everything I read makes it sound like it's so easy. But there is that Yeah, because you can make it, for, I, again, from like 50 up. cents a gallon. So, yeah, you could really, yeah. if you know how to make it yourself, but as you said, you got to be really careful because you don't want to introduce any bacteria that you don't need. So, Heather, exactly. thanks for bringing this to our attention. I wouldn't have even known about it unless you had 
told me about it. And that's what I just love about us doing this together is you are always bringing new and exciting things to the forefront. Well, this one's 2,000 years old, but it's new to me. So that's <laughs> so always fun to have a tea for two and a health matters with you. So give out the websites. Most definitely. We want you to be the as well as be And when we come back from break, we are going to look at the benefits of meditation. So stay with me, and I will be back with you shortly. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. Okie doke. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the star you are. Light up the flames that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Be the star you are. You are. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, thanks for staying with us here on Star Style. Be the star you are. There are going to be detours on this road called life and that's where we want to come in and bring you some great information that will inspire, entertain, and motivate you and ignite your interest in reaching for the stars and landing on them. I am Cynthia Bryan, and you are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Well, speaking of inspiration, Maya Angelou died today at age 86. She, her, she was an author, a poet, and a literary voice that was revered globally because she had a poetic command to her commitment to civil rights. And she was a 
like we want to say a shiro um, among heroes. She died at her home in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and she had been frail for the last few months. She was suffering from some heart, uh, heart problems, but her legacy is twofold. She leaves behind a body of very important artistic work that has influenced several generations, and she was praised by those who knew her as being such a good, caring woman, a woman who pushed for justice and education and equality. And in her full life, she wrote staggering, beautiful poetry. She wrote a cookbook. She was nominated for a Tony. She delivered a poem at the presidential inauguration. In uh, 2010, President Barack Obama named her recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is the country's highest civilian honor. She was friends with Malcolm X and uh, Martin Luther King Jr. She also had a lot to do here in San Francisco, living in Oakland and also in San Francisco and working at Glide Memorial Church with Reverend Williams there. And of course, you know, she was friends with the governor, Willie Willie Brown. And what people, a lot of people don't know about her in San Francisco is she was one of the first uh, black female cable car Drivers. So when she comes to San Francisco, they always like to get her to ring the bell. Her lasting contribution to literature was her book, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. And it was a testament to the brutality of the Jim Crow South, which portrayed racism in very stark language. And readers learned of her life as her real name her, and her, her birth name was Marguerite Ann Johnson. And she took on the name Maya Angelou. Um, Up until the age of 16, she was abandoned by her parents. She was raped by her mother's boyfriend. She was homeless. She was a teen mother. And its publication was daring and historic because of the era of when it debuted, 1969. It was an international bestseller. It was nominated for a National Book Award in 1970. She really was a very renowned and respected American author and poet who spoke her mind and didn't mince words and just couldn't fathom being around uh, politicians who just kind of went blah, 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 blah and said what you wanted to hear. She was very opinionated. Sometimes she didn't learn. (laughs) Sometimes she didn't uh, research everything that she was opinionated by, but, you know, she stuck to her guns. She had three books of essays, seven autobiographies, several books of poetry, credited with a list of plays, movies, and television shows spanning more than 50 years. She was born April 4th, 1928, and she died today, May 28th, 2014. So Maya Angelou, I'm sure she's up there dancing and singing with the angels. We do appreciate your contribution to the world and your fight for equal rights and for the voice of women and the less enfranchised and disenfranchised around the world. So uh, our hats off to you and rest in peace. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about meditating and how you can reset your health because this is something ever since I wrote my book, Be the Star You Are, which uh, was published back, the first book of it was published back in 2001. And I realized how crazy busy I was in working and juggling and trying to balance. And the reality was is that, you know, I was putting in 18, 20 hours days, raising a family, juggling several jobs, writing a book, 
as well as, uh, you know, keeping the relationships going. And it meant I wasn't getting any sleep and I really wasn't taking care of myself. And I started meditating and uh, at that time and just putting in about 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night. And it really was a life changer and I think made me just uh, so much healthier. So I just wanted to share with you a little bit about how meditation can help you. And it isn't anything woo-woo and it's nothing... Religious. It's just something that will really ground you and keep you uh, keep you healthier and help you live better. Because just a few minutes of daily meditation is actually doing your DNA good. So you want to start investing in daily meditation because, as I found out, it might be the smartest thing that you can do to promote wellness. And this is backed up by several new studies. Scientists already understood that meditation reduces stress and illness, but they couldn't pinpoint exactly why. But now that part of the puzzle is probably solved because of, there has been some great research on it. So regular meditation creates changes on a cellular level, essentially turning on clusters of what are called good genes that make us healthier, and it turns off the clusters of bad genes that lead to disease. And the... Um, One of the study's authors, his name is Dr. John Denninger. He's a Ph.D., and he's a director of research at Benson Henry Institute um, for Mind-Body Medicine at Massachusetts General Hospital. He said that the fact that we are able to see changes in gene expression patterns in the blood after a simple change in behavior is really spectacular. He also noted that... um, While the findings are still preliminary, meditation and similar techniques may make changes in gene expression that bring biological systems into better balance, which ultimately leads to a healthier system. Now, in the study, volunteers practiced a 20-minute daily meditation for eight weeks that included breathing, word focus, and mind clearing. Then after eight weeks, the meditation was shown to help turn on health-promoting genes that boost immune response, energy metabolism, and insulin secretion. And that, that is the insulin secretion is what prevents diabetes. And it, it, it turned down the health-depleting genes that are linked to stress and inflammation. And this is what Dr. Denninger had found with his research. Now, these researchers also tested a different group of volunteers who meditated regularly and found that while more meditation yielded extensive health benefits, even a single session had a small but positive gene-altering result. So if even if you can't do it all the time, then if you just do it a couple of minutes a day, you are going to find some benefits. And here are some easy steps to start meditating. First, you want to focus on your breath. So if you can just close your eyes and softly gaze either straight ahead, or, you know, close your eyes or softly gaze straight ahead, and then breathe through your nose and gently focus on the inhalation and the exhalation, kind of like a yoga breath. And, um, you know, you can do this when you first wake up in the morning. 
just when you're first waking up, you can you know look at the ceiling or you can just close your eyes and breathe in and out. The second thing you do is you can choose a mantra. And you can select one word or a phrase. It doesn't have to be called a mantra, but that's what most people do. And you just repeat it and focus on it during your meditation. So, you know, a lot of people are saying um, a couple of words. You know, they might say something like om or ah. But, I mean, you could also say a word like success or whatever word you want, love, hope, faith, any word. But you just want to focus on it and repeat that. And then the final thing is when thoughts or feelings, you know, start bubbling to the surface, simply notice them without judgment and then return your attention to your breath because the hard thing is, is just to keep breathing. So you want to do these, these deep kind of belly breaths in through the nose. And I like to do out through the mouth, which is a different than the yoga breath, but it, it's the breathing that is going to center you. And just really think of, of the wisdom that's in it and the wisdom that is going into your body and your mind and your soul. And it'll just help you start your day. And then at the end of the day, I usually use the mantra of thanks just because I like to give thanks for whatever happened that day. But I find that by doing about 15 minutes uh, morning and night, and I've even done it in the shower when I'm short on time, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm not staying in there 15 minutes, but I'll do it there. Wherever you can do it, it just is going to help you. So consider a meditation. Now, I want to, before uh, we go to the breaks, um, I want to just give you the seven signs of wisdom besides this, besides the meditation, is you want to understand that failure is a result of trying something that didn't work out as you planned, but failure is not a description of you as a person. It's a result of an attempt at something, and failure is not a personal condition. The second sign is to know that success doesn't make you a good person any more than failure makes you a bad person. Both are outcomes, not a personal badge of honor or dishonor. You know that many of the troubles of the world are the result of men and women trying to force their self-importance on you. And while we all like to feel important, if you let others honor you rather than shouting, here I am, notice me, you're going to understand that the greater virtue lies in deserving honors rather than in receiving them. The fourth tip is once you've made peace with your past, you'll live without anger or bitterness over yesterday's sorrows and tribulations. You do not have to continue to punish yourself for mistakes made because you're going to understand you have paid the price for them through the law of cause and effect. The fifth tip is you know your tomorrows depend on things you do today, so you need to plan and work for things that do not offer instant gratification. And that's a hard one for most people because most people, especially here in America, where you want the instant result. You work with one eye on today and one on the future, knowing that in due time you will be rewarded. And the sixth is you have learned to be comfortable with yourself and accept yourself for who you are, all your warts and all. You also intentionally strive to keep becoming a better and better person. And you know that life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself through intentional personal evolution. And that's a key word, intentional personal evolution. 
And then you're going to focus on your responsibilities instead of your inabilities. You do the best you can with what you have to work with and don't blame others for the outcomes that are your responsibilities. You know, take charge and take responsibilities. Uh, a story is told of, a, of an abbot and a young monk who are invited to supper at the home of a local family. And the family was honored to have these holy guests and went out of their way and probably beyond their budget to put on a magnificent meal. The young monk, however, had taken a vow to fast, so he declined all but a single stock of celery, which he eats. On the way back to the monastery, the abbot said to the young man, the next time, fast from your virtue. And the young man, monk had mistaken his religious practice of fasting for really true spirituality. And he would have been closer to the mark had he practiced charity and entered into the hospitality and generosity of his hosts. So we just remember that practices are a means to an end, not an end to themselves. So you never want to, you know, say no to something when it might hurt someone else. Well, you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Voice America Empowerment Network. I am Cynthia Bryan, and when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about surviving traumatic life events and how it makes some people stronger, and we're going to learn how to bounce back from those trying times. Stay with me. Lots more to come. Be the star you are, the star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Did you know that you have the right to receive a free credit, core, uh, free credit score from all three credit bureaus once a year? AnnualCreditReport.com is the official website established through the Fair Credit Reporting Act mandating that the three credit reporting repositories allow consumers free access to their credit reports once every 12 months. And I want to accentuate the word free here because there are several websites with similar names which actually come with a price. So annualcreditreport.com is the one from the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Now, I highly recommend that you take advantage of your no-cost uh, no report every year because you need to remember these tips. Try to have credit account handy before logging on. For security purpose, you might be asked to verify some information from an existing loan or prior addresses. Now, I have found when I did mine that it was really just asking old phone numbers, old addresses, uh, counties that you lived in, so hopefully you know those. You can get a report from all three repositories. They are Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And as soon as you access each of the reports, you want to either print or save a PDF. If you close the window with the report open, you're going to have to wait a year to return to that bureau's report. So you will not be able to go back to it. So save one. And then review your reports carefully and follow up on any errors. And there are instructions on the reports. You can purchase your credit score as an option. And keep in mind that these scores can differ from those used by creditors. And my final suggestion to you is, is since you're allowed all three, space them apart and do one every four months. Do an Experian, an Equifax, and TransUnit. Set it up on your calendar, and you'll be good to go. 
This is another business bite from Star Style. For more information, call 925-377-7827. Or to book a consultation, you can visit star-style.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are, you are. your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program star style be the star you are hosted by the passion purpose and possibility producer cynthia bryan now back to the power party find all you need in a life that shines thanks for staying with us here at star style be the star you are i am your personal growth coach cynthia bryan well We won't get out of life alive, and we're never going to get out of life without having some traumatic events. By midlife, many of us are going to be tested by the traumatic events in our life. But what makes some people bounce back stronger than before while others just crumble? Well, the kind of high voltage bolt that, you know, that just comes out of the blue that strikes many of us eventually can usually happen sometime in midlife, maybe sometime around 40. It's a prime time for such jolts, although it can happen at any time. But it's the season for sudden job loss, divorce, the deaths of loved ones. And all manner of health scares, disasters, and near misses. Now, Hollywood loves having a good story about the stereotypical life-changing midlife crisis. You know, that's brought on by the anxiety of getting older. But what research shows us is that most crises instead are triggered by external events. There, it's car crashes and, you know, near misses uh, on airplanes or Hurricanes, tornadoes, a fire, or the, you know, a, a, a sickness of a loved one. You're, you might lose a job. A job can derail you, or they can propel you into reclaiming and remaking your life. People go higher and deeper, and they ask themselves questions about what's going on and how to get their arms around what's going on when they hit a bump in the road. Some, some uh, jolts can sometimes prompt risk-taking, like people want to be more authentic the second time around. They want a voice in things. They want to live their own life, not the one that was prescribed to them by parents or society. And they want to have lives that matter. And I was just talking to a contractor this morning who he and his wife are extremely a- active sports people. And, you know, without any notice, they each suffered a, a heart uh, issue. One was so bad that he was supposed to have died, and he made it through. But what it showed him is that, you know, there's just no time in life to be worrying worrying about things and to be stressing. So you really do have to just, like, let it go and live for the moment and be grateful. So resilience is when you get punched and you stagger and then you jump back up. So having a life jolt isn't about resilience. It's more about... a post-traumatic growth. It's a 
difference. It's when you stand back up, you're also transformed. Like uh, its well-known sibling, post-traumatic stress disorder, they call this uh, post-traumatic growth, or PTG. It doesn't develop in everyone who experiences a life-changing shock. In fact, a consistent finding for people who do experience post-traumatic growth is a set of circumstances that just rock your world. It causes you to confront questions you hadn't confronted before or see that understandings you had of the world don't apply. People think, this must have happened to me or to us for some reason. It doesn't make any sense, but I need to try to wrestle with it to find some meaning. And that struggle can inspire some profound and lasting personal growth. After, after job loss, some people become more compassionate towards the plight of others. They move into new careers. They remove, you know, they might remake their world in a way. They, or they change their viewpoint or they change their personalities. Sometimes it helps their relationships to grow deeper. Sometimes uh, they, you know, they go and they get a stronger spiritual dimension in their lives. But the question is, is why do some of us crumble in the face of trauma? Why, while others emerge stronger than ever? Well, the research really doesn't know what makes the changes in people. But if you are going through some traumatic event, if you can bounce back, it's better. I know this is why I wrote my book, Be the Star You Are, originally, was because my father had died in my arms. My brother had been killed, and my younger brother had been killed in a very bizarre tractor accident. There were just many tragedies that happened, and There don't seem to be any rhyme or reason, but you keep saying to yourself, okay, um, I have to, you know, I have to get through this and I want life to be better and I want to help other people. So what researchers are now studying is how some people manage to translate these jolts into a growth period. A tragedy can be looked at from multiple angles. A psychiatrist, Barbara Frickinson, she's from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill said, Her quote was, the way to unearth positive emotions and emerge a better person is to be able to find the angles that allow you to see a thread of good. Now, older people might be at an advantage when it comes to doing this. This is one of those clear places where aging has its upsides because older people experience relatively more positive emotions compared with younger people whose positions, you know, they're able to bounce back a little bit better. And more recently, research is showing that older people have a better ability to accept negative events. They have less emotional volatility, whereas young people feel immortal and immune to disasters and all of this. And so it's like, wait a minute, this isn't supposed to be happening. And so anger sets in as opposed to transformation. But positivity doesn't necessarily translate into happiness. So one thing that was noted is keep in mind that growth doesn't lead to a commiserate reduction in stress or suffering. I mean, just because a bereaved parent changes careers uh, doesn't mean that they don't miss their child and, and that they still don't cry every night. A best guess is that growth and distress are independent and we just have to choose to move on because no matter what we choose, the world moves on with us or without us. But here are a couple of tips for bouncing back. So you can try these four tips to boost your recovery if you are having any problems. First of all, don't rush it. 
take time after a shock. We see it as a three-phase process. You know, first, you have to start with acknowledging what has ended. Just take the time. Let yourself grieve. It's important to be able to grieve and to be able to look at um, the negative side, not just anything positive that can come from it. The second thing is to consult others. Uh, It's really important to have a committed listener who can just hear what you have to say and they're not going to try to say anything. Then you want to have a catalyst, someone who's going to offer inspiration through his or her own story. And then finally, you want a wise, you know, elder who helps you keep your eye on the big picture. So that can be a counselor, that can be a coach, it could be a therapist, and it could be a good friend. But you definitely need to have somebody that will listen to you. Although, keep in mind, you don't want to become a blamer and a complainer and a moaner and a groaner because that's a good way to lose a friend. The third thing is to think positive. You know, whether people can access that positive emotion in dire circumstances is typically a matter of what kind of sense they make of the event. But the reaction to a natural disaster could be, I lost everything, or it could be, I'm alive, I'm still breathing, and I was fortunate to survive. So, you know, it's that cup half full. We can see things as half full, and we can see things as half empty. And finally, recognize your own strengths. People say that they know how they're going to experience something. But, you know, you don't really know how you're going to react until you go through it. So you might see yourself as being more vulnerable than somebody else and stronger in something else. But just be realistic. Recognize your own strengths and also know what your weaknesses are and don't berate yourself for it. So that is how you can boost, you know, the times through tragedy. And just know that it is going to happen to everyone and it isn't... What happens to us that really defines who we are, it's how we react to it. So our reactions are really, really critical. People ask me all the time, because I am a gardener, when they what should they do to buy organic? Now, obviously, I always talk here about growing your own, and because I really feel if whatever you can do and grow on your own balcony or in a pot or in your garden, you're going to love it and be much healthier for it. But when you have to buy things, you just need to shop smarter and healthier at the supermarket. Now, organic food, as a rule, costs more than conventional food. But is it worth the extra money? You want to appreciate that by uh, buying organic food, you're really helping support farm methods for plants and animals that are healthier for the earth's soil and water supply in the long run. But here's my take on which organic choices are going to provide the most bang for your buck and will give you the most immediate benefit. First of all, fruit and vegetables. What's the priority level? They are high. To avoid long-term exposure to pesticide residues, you want to rinse conventional fruit and vegetables. It doesn't you know, effectively reduce the pesticide re- uh, residuals that are left behind. Organic produce isn't treated with any synthetic fertilizers or synthetic pesticides in the first place. So fruit and vegetables, you really could buy organic. When it comes to poultry, 
Yeah, that's a medium, maybe to high. To discourage routine use of antibiotics and questionable feed would be the reason you'd want to. But organic poultry is raised almost always without the routine use of antibiotics. And the widespread use of those drugs in food animals is triggering a rise in antibiotic-resistant bacteria. So organic birds can't be fed poultry litter, which is a mixture of droppings, spilled feed, and feathers, or any drugs. So consumer report tests have found that organic birds are just as likely to harbor bacterial contamination as non-organic poultry, but a smaller percentage of the bacteria tend to be antibiotic resistant. So that's sort of a personal choice. Beef, it's kind of the same thing. It's a medium to high because it's all about the nutritional benefits. As with chickens, organic cattle aren't raised with uh, routine antibiotics. For, for optimal nutritional benefits, you want to look at organic meats that's labeled American grass-fed approved, and that means they're not corn-fed, which guarantees that the animal was raised on a 99% grass and forage and maybe had um, seasonal access to a pasture because studies suggest that meat from such animals might provide more health benefits than animals that are just fed a conventional diet of grain. And then packaged food, that is really low because to avoid consumption of food additives and synthetic dyes, you know what, at least 95% of ingredients in certified organic processed foods have to be organic themselves, but made with organic label means that at least 70% of the product's ingredients are organic. But organic product uh, packaged foods, they might be important for kids, but there's so many food colorings and other things in it, there's little evidence that conventional packaging goods are a health hazard to adults, except for the waistline, where there's probably too much fat. And just remember that organic cookies are still cookies. And for seafood, there's no such thing as organic labels. So if you see it, you know, don't even bother because there's nothing out there. Well, thank you so much for being great listeners and allowing us into your life each week with our information and inspiration. We love being your personal growth coaches, and we want you to change your life for the better and make all your dreams come true. For information about Star Style or to purchase any of my books, visit my website, star-style.com. To get involved with Be The Star You Are charity or please make a donation. We've just won the award again this year for top nonprofit. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. Our aim is to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. So see beyond your physical being. Know you're already a star. And read a book this week. Consider Be The Star You Are. And until next week, when we will play again in this inspirational playground, Remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. You've been listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. I encourage you to go out into the world, shoot for the stars, and be the star you are. Thanks for being here. Be the star you are. The star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. 
And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.